This is a Props.com production. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered! Well, I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Welcome to Friday, boys and girls. How are you? It is the Bostonian versus the book here on Props.com. My name is Matt Peralt alongside Dave Sherapan, the book. I'm the Bostonian and we're both wearing bees. How about that? Now, Dave's B is different than my B, but we're both wearing the thing for the same damn reason. We'll get to here in just one second about the return of a certain spring sport. But we are loaded today. I mean, these are the days you may go, I don't know. We could go two hours today. I don't know. There's so much to get into. There's so much to talk about games going on. Indiana right now is up on Illinois. And I'll tell you, Dave, I do have a plus six on that. I am involved in that game, (laughs) Indiana by three. Okay. All right. Well, I'm watching. Is is Texas A&M blowing Auburn out? Is that that what's happening right now? Pretty much. I mean, that's the one I have my eye on. I... uh, this is going to have ramifications in seeding and all kind of things if Auburn gets an exit now. Up but, by 16 at yeah. half. Um, wow. That's that that's the surprise of the morning. But, like, you're right. There's so much going on. Um, it's an exciting time to be in sports, to be in a sports book, to be, um, you know, making plans about doing other stuff. We got, you know, special audiences today. You got you got Maddie right here watching, being a part of the show, yelling at us because we didn't start on time. She's all annoyed because Um, go. What happened? There you go. Because her iPad wasn't working and she wants to watch the show. So her iPad wasn't working because it was frozen. So I just unfroze it. And then there we go. So she'll make an appearance at some point on the show today. So this is what during the pandemic, Madeline was with me almost every day. Yeah. During when I when I was doing radio, like she was just she was with me. But the problem is there were commercial breaks in radio. Yes. We we have no commercial breaks. No, we don't. <laughs> no. Nope. So this the is game. this is a little bit of a newbie for me. Like she knows, like, okay, when's your break? Like she actually had my break structure in radio. So she right. knew that like top of the hour I had a six minute break. So it's like, when's your long break? There is no long break. Like I don't have a long break. We we just talk. She's like, you don't break ever. I'm like, no, we do not break ever. We just, we just go. <laughs> so that's the one little hook. So now I, I, I'm stealing your idea for notes. So I have blue little post-it notes that she will pass me during the show. It's fantastic because it practices their writing, and they have to, they have to use concise thoughts. Like, right. you know, because at the beginning of the process with Kendall and I, the notes were really long, and I said, listen, <laughs> you just need to write one or two sentences and tell me. I need you for this, or I'm hungry for this or something, and we'll get it taken care of at the breaks. This is the challenge now. I don't really know when she's here. I don't know Mm. what goes on on the other side of this wall for Mm. about an hour and a half while we Mm. do the show. So hopefully, 
you know, she won't be making eggs or pancakes on the other side if she gets hungry while we're doing a show this morning. Okay, so there's one new story that I added to the rundown that is sort of I want to start with it because it's okay. a quick one and we can kind of get it, get over it. Mm-hmm. But our friends over at Sports Handle and ESPN as well have obtained records that shows that Calvin Ridley bet more than what was reported or what he's claiming he were he bet on games in the NFL. If you remember, he claims to have bet fifteen hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. According to Sports Handle, Ridley actually wagered three thousand nine hundred dollars across six separate bets on or including Falcon games. Five of the bets were parlays. There was one $1,300 in-game wager placed on the Falcons team total during the second half of a 21-14 win by Atlanta on November the 28th. All six wagers involving the Falcons were graded as losses. The parlays were headlined by a $300 11-leg parlay Hello. 11 legs. 11 leg parlay. <laughs> I not, mean, a, not, not, not an experienced gambler. <laughs> 11 legs. The odds were 488 to one. Sure. They it were. would have paid him $144,000 if he won, right. which obviously he did not. Yeah. I said right when this broke that there would be a lot more coming out of this. He did win two $100 wagers on NFL games not involving the Falcons to take home $654. And Ridley also placed 33 additional wagers on other sports leagues for the total of $32,733, where he turned a profit of $2,744. Now that we know that Ridley bet way more than what was originally reported. Does it change the story to you? I don't think, I mean, it doesn't change the story that he bet on NFL games. I mean, you know, but the suspension for a year, we initially thought it was harsh knowing how much he was wagering. And if we know of $34,000 now, let's be honest, this dude was making 10, 11 million a year. He most likely was betting way more than that. Right. Oh, I don't know if we can make that jump, make that assumption. I would say that would be the favorite. If we were to make a line, yes, he was probably betting more. But, I mean, the reality is there's probably a lot of people betting. And, yeah. you know, who knows? Um, 11-leg parlay, though. Like, I mean, <laughs> you know, you almost think, like, I mean, we're talking about, you know, guys getting their accounts hacked on Twitter and all this stuff. Who knows who's putting those bets in? I mean, that was his account. And I'm not sure, you know, that it's actually – him pushing all the buttons who knows i mean unless you you ask him and he tells you directly or you're sitting there next to him you don't know who's pushing the buttons i used to say that all the time i mean you you set up an account and i don't know who's pushing the buttons that's the danger of all this stuff right that's one of the i think the the precautions that you know books and leagues and stuff have to take into consideration you know i have an eight-year-old daughter who's very smart and you know could log into my account if if it's you know it's a push button login and, you know, we watch games and I ask her all the time, who do you think is going to win? She could go on and do it. So that's one of the the, the pitfalls of having all this stuff um, so readily available. You know, you can't even walk into a sports book in Las Vegas if you're not 21 years old. I mean, I've had to have people walk in with their kids because it was normal 
right. where they were from or whatever, and they just didn't think anything. I'm just going to go place a bet, you know, on the Dodgers to win the World Series because baseball is legal and they, they're going to lunch. And I'm like, yeah, I'll go stand with the kids. Like, you got to stay out there and then you can come place your bet and go. So I don't know if it cha- – I mean, it doesn't change the story. He has to be suspended because he's wagering on the games. The league has to make sure. Does it change it for you because of the amount? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, it's like a speeding ticket is a speeding ticket. If you're going over 65, does it matter if you're going 75 or 80? Or I mean, it matters once you get – you know, you're going 100 and you're risking other people. It but- shows me that there's even more evidence to what he was doing. Like if it was $1,500 and he placed three wagers and he was bored and he went ahead and did it, then I'm like, look, it's a pretty harsh deal. But as I stated before, I said, look, if we, you know, we, we'd be morons if we didn't think this guy were bet it was betting with people that weren't under his name. Like this to me, what it does to me, unfortunately, is tell me that if players are going to bet, they're going to bet offshore. Because the way he got caught is now known by players. He was caught by Genius Sports because he opened up the, the account in his own name. Right. And he opened it up in Florida at Hard Rock during the window in which Florida had legalized sports betting, which wasn't long. It was like two weeks, but it was open for a little while. He's from Florida. He was in Florida. He was at home and he was away from the team and he was looking for something to do. And he was wagering. And obviously he was wagering aggressively. And so if we know of 34,000, that leads me to believe that there really was like 100,000 or even more involved. So I think a year for 1,500 bucks felt harsh. A year for 35,000 or more, I, I'm i more okay with the suspension. I've, Does it the changes. type of bets change it? Like, I mean, no, an I don't in-game care about wager. Um, I, care about the, I care about how much money are you putting behind this? Like, right. is it, is it significant? Like, are we, are we talking? And I know for someone who makes a million plus a year or 10 million a year that that's, you know, $30,000 to him is like 30 bucks to me. It's nothing. Right. But, but I still think it's, it's it, the, the dollar figure of what he was wagering now being reported. And I'm assuming the NFL knows even more. That's, that's why I think you have to be very harsh. I do think the harshness of the penalty though, drives them will drive players to offshore or illegal books. I, I I used to say this all the time. Like, if you're making ten million a year, isn't that enough? Like, to, I, to agree. Not worry? I mean, yes. like, what are you betting where it's getting that 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 you're scratching that itch? Like, I don't know why you need to do it. Like, you can, you know, he's bored. It, I guess, but my goodness, what? Why? Because he's away from the team. He he wasn't actively playing. I mean, I'm not justifying the act, but. I, I initially said it should have been a four-game suspension. I was like, wait a minute. Ray Rice got two games for, for hitting his girlfriend. And until we saw the video, Ray Rice was getting a two-game suspension. And the video came out and he got hit hard. He got hit for, you know, he never played again. But I just think, you know, I would I initially thought four games was the now, now I can see a year. Now, now I'm I, I'm okay with it being really because it has to be a really bad deterrent if this dude was actively gambling on games, like yeah. multiple games and multiple games, multiple bets, including the Falcons, like with the Falcons involved, 
you know, other sports as well, which, which is legal. You can bet on other sports. You just can't bet on the sport that you're playing as an NFL football player. And even that can be a little bit dicey, right? I mean, you can get into a hole and if you're betting illegally, you get to you know, down to the wrong people and it's okay. Now you're a football player. Now you pay your debt off. You know, now you pay us back type right. of thing. So letting players bet in general is difficult and dangerous for the NFL, but they don't really have a choice in the matter. I, I would, I don't think because of the, you know, once it goes legal or what you're in Vegas and you're a football player and you say, Hey, you can't bet on the NBA. That's tough. What's tough to police. What, what spooks me even more is what you were talking about yesterday with college players and prop betting. Oh yeah. You know, There's cause the- I mean the college players in most cases, they're not really getting paid. So yeah, they're the ones who are the most. So, so, so they really have incentive to, you know, th- like throw a game to, you know, to, to, to help their, their own bottom right. line. But the one benefit to that is that prop bets generally have a $500 max bet. So chances are no one's going to pay the kid to throw, you know, miss a shot individually okay. for, I, I for, an, for a, for a prop bet sides and totals. Yeah. You're, you're talking about some real money, but, and basketball players are definitely the most vulnerable. One player can definitely impact if the star player has a horrible game and you need him to score and he doesn't, you want the under, you know, you go and bet the under and you get the kid who averages 25, he scores five, goes three for 33, you know, three for 13, three for 14, whatever it might be. And that's one way of yes, influence, but the prop betting doesn't worry me as much, but the sides in total on college kids, absolutely. I'm not so much worried about like, you know, fixing games. I mean, they're, you know, that 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 involves so much in, in different sports to get stuff. It's the I get now. I didn't agree and I still don't that, you know, they need to charge integrity fees. Right. That's a joke. But as soon as there is that perception that the thing's not on the level, it's going to hurt business. It's going to it's going to hurt that entire thing. And I mean, you know, I've heard it in the books for years. I mean, people, they're going to bet it anyway, but they may not bet as much. Like when the NBA scandal came out with Donahue and, and all that stuff, you know, like people in the, in the business, like, were like, oh man, we thought something was going on. I mean, they kept betting those totals like over and, you know, you couldn't move the number enough and you kind of just, you see it in the book before it actually happens. You don't see this mm. before it actually happens. You know what I mean? Right. So after the it, fact. Yeah. And so I think that the punishment has to be the precedent, has to be the deterrent. This is where we start. Yeah. It can only get more. If you start down, it's not a deterrent and mm. it makes it hard to climb up. So you give them the maximum at the beginning or at least come out firing. And you set the bar up here rather than down here. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to be punitive. Yeah. All right. So baseball's back. Let's move to that here. April the 7th, opening day. But now what, Dave? Okay. So you're the books. You now know how many games we played. We're going under 162 clearly, but we're not, you know, going to lose as much. No, they're playing 162. But they're going to. Is it official? They're playing 162? That's what I read last night. Okay. 
So April 7th, opening day, and what are they going to do? Just kind of play double headers to make up the miss? Yep. Yeah, great. Okay, that's brilliant. Nine inning double headers, by the yes. way. Yes. So we're down. No more seven inning double headers. No right. more runner on second base to start extra innings. Thank goodness. That's I gone. That rule. I hated that rule with a flaming passion. Yeah. That was the worst rule baseball ever tried. Worse than the seven inning double headers was yeah. that manufacturing offense and putting somebody at second base. The the NL is going to adopt the DH. Yep. So more jobs. They got their deal done with the draft to try to stop tanking. When do or have the books I haven't even seen our win totals back up? Oh, everything's up. Everything's up. It was it was just kind of it was just kind of on hold. Um, all the stuff is back up like it never left. It's great. It's just like um, all the all the individual award stuff is up. Um, I think what you're going to see, um, and I and I did, uh, you know, Sports Grid this morning. I, I did the morning after with Keith Iraziri, who said to say hello to you. Hi. So Keith was doing morning TV. Ouch. And yeah. his stuff with MLB today. Uh, I don't know what he's doing. No, he doesn't have anything with MLB today. Okay. So he did. He filled in on the morning show. Okay. Um, so That's an early wake up call. Oof. Yeah, it was very early for him. But um, <laughs> we, we, we talked about the baseball stuff and he was mentioning free agency and the flurry that's going to come. We've been dealing with NFL free agency all week. In fact, while we're doing the show, someone has signed or someone has moved or traded yeah, or whatever. Right. Every day. Yeah. Well, this we just, is gonna, we just missed baseball coming back too. That would have blown the whole show up yesterday. I know. <laughs> right. It was the timing of it. Yep. Um, but you're going to see odds fly. You know, when Carlos Correa goes to the Yankees, which again, I'm not saying he's going to the Yankees. I have no inside knowledge that he's going to the Yankees, but is it a real formality that he's going to go to the Yankees? What position do you want him to play if you're the Yankees? Where are you putting him? I guess shortstop. Okay. I don't know. I mean, that spot is open. I mean, they got that young kid there from the Bronx. It was a great story last year. Maybe Correa just hits. DHs? Maybe I don't know. I, I mean, decent fielder. He's not horrible. Oh no, he's a very good fielder. Like David but Ortiz. Like, he's, you, know, you can actually field the, right. the, the play the position. You know, does he play? And third? then what are you paying him? Two hundred million dollars to hit? Hmm. Who knows? I don't know. But you're going to see lines move, like odds move a yeah. lot. Um, Where is Freddie Freeman going? That's all I care about. That's it. Where's Freddie going? I wish I knew. Give me Freddie Freeman. Red Sox. Oh hell yeah! Is where I, I want him bad. Don't think they're gonna get. I, I don't think they're getting him, but I want him bad. He's that perfect. Would really sure up that. He's perfect. Absolutely oh perfect for Fenway. He's perfect in the clubhouse. He's perfect. Man, he's gonna hit dense off of that monster nonstop double, double, double. Just spray it to left, bang it. It off just that wall. depends if they're gonna pay. Do they want to pay for a guy? You know, they've been shying away from that, but. The left side of the infield is one of the best in the game. And you put Freddie Freeman at first and you're going to help out your third baseman in a big, big way. Cause Rafi still can't throw and still struggles doing a variety of things, but you put him there and I love it. I like it a lot. I hope we don't like go it a lot. to the Dodgers. Uh, I can't see him going to the Dodgers. I mean, I know they're, they have, they have an infinite pool of money, but even they got to say uncle at some point. It's a lot of money. So, I mean, truthfully, I'd like to see him go back to the Braves. Yeah. I mean, look, defending champ, MVP, 
guy who's been beloved. Yeah, I could. I, I would hope that he would stick around. I mean, you'd want that from a baseball perspective to keep it, run it back right. again and play it again. That's what you'd want. Yes. It's for, but most likely it's not going to happen. That's not generally what happens when you're coming off of a, a once in a lifetime type of chance to cash in and probably get overpaid. And, you know, that's the fear is, do you want to overpay him? Because you're going to have to, if you're going to get him. but he's such a great talent and he's so perfect for Fenway park that it's going to be fun. I mean, the Red Sox surprised a lot of people last year and there's, you know, a lot of hope and expectation as to what Alex Cora will do in year two of the return. And I mean, the AL East again is wide open. So I can't wait. Like, let's go. It's Give us an update on the basketball game. I see you looking. Give us an update. Uh, it's 41-26. A&M is up with 17 to play. I feel good. I, I don't have any money on this, but this is, I have an Arkansas future. So I'm more tapped into Auburn losing this game than I even am with Indiana plus six. Oh, I feel kind of like, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong to feel that way, but I, I feel like Indiana is going to be able to hang around and they're down by three at the moment uh, with five to play in that game. Oof. So I feel like they'll cover. Maybe they won't, but I feel like they have a shot to cover, but it's a bigger deal to me because I've got a seven to one ticket on Arkansas to win this SEC championship. So you take Auburn out and we got a big hole there. Ooh. Alabama Ooh, you become out. live right now. Yeah. Alabama out, Arkansas out. It's basically Kentucky, Tennessee, or Arkansas will win the thing. So Kentucky wow. becomes a big favorite, obviously. But yes, you know, I if Arkansas loses, I may bet Tennessee tonight because they'll see an opportunity. They'll be the two seed and thinking that they've got to walk, you know, a chance to to kind of get themselves in. I mean, I mean, AM is hitting, I mean, they're they're rebounding really well. This is the thing with both Alabama and Auburn. It's like I don't know how you trust either one of those teams in the dance. Can't. I don't know. I, I I just I don't know how you do it. Saw so it yesterday with Alabama. We've been talking about this team for a month. Like, did you watch any of that game? By the way, no. I saw the score and I was like, oh, this makes perfect sense. It was I one of the cooler as a as a forty four year old person that watched Scottie Pippen to watch Scottie Pippen's kid for Vandy with Scottie Pippen courtside with all his boys standing the entire game. And him, he, I mean, he was living and dying with every single shot. Oh, I've been there. Like oh. emotionally, like oh. you just saw, he wore it on his <laughs> face every time his kid either hit a shot or missed a shot oh. or, or Vandy made a three or missed a three or missed a free throw. And at the end, he was like literally doing like the whole, like doubled over. Like, <laughs> I can't watch this. Like, oh my gosh, are they going to actually do this? Are going to knock out Alabama? It was really, I, I had a ball just watching Scotty in the crowd and watching his reactions. As a dad, I totally get it because you put in the work, you watch the kid put in the work to get to this point and you live and die. I mean, you know, when, when mine are pitching or catching or they're up the bat, like you're just, you, you feel every single pitch. You feel every, like I do it. So I get it. That's awesome. And um, you, you just, you're right. That, that is now as a dad, you know, maybe when you're 20 and you don't really see that, you don't really appreciate that. And like, Oh, that's just a dad living through his kid. And you, you discount it now that we're older, we have kids of our own. I have kids that play sports and stuff. I totally understand every second of it. 
It was awesome. So Vandy advances. Alabama's gone. Alabama uh, will wait and see where the committee puts them. I'll be very curious about what seed they've got. They've got some of the best wins of anybody and some of the worst losses of anybody. They're very difficult. They're in the dance, obviously, but their seeding is going to be very interesting given the way they finished. But Auburn right now in big trouble in the second half. Uh, they were down 15 points to South Florida in this building. And they came back in one earlier in the year, but this is a and M here. This is a different animal that they're facing in conference in a conference tournament. And it might just be the Aggies day into <laughs> sometimes you wake up and it's your day and it's not your day. And Which you go is home. Exactly what March is, right? Yeah. It's just, it, it can be just your day. And the immediacy of it being over. Mm. I mean, that applies next week, but like, you know, like you said, I mean, Auburn's in, but I mean, there's talk of Auburn with the way things fall, they could be a one seed. Yes. Right now they would be a one. They lose, they lose today. Uh, uh, I don't think they will be a one. I think they will be a two. They might not even be a two. Well, I'd be surprised. Their resume is, be hard to see them fall out of the default to a three seed. I mean, that's putting them in the same boat as like a Providence. I don't know. That's right. Auburn's been really good this yeah, year. Yeah, SEC. So. SEC is going to get um, some some points. Yeah, for- they've got big wins. They, they got some big. Auburn's yeah, got some big wins. So I'd be sure. surprised if they'd fall below a two seed. But they could be one of the lower two seeds. That could be like the you know the third right. or fourth two seed and get a more difficult draw. Uh, than being like the number one two seed in going up against you know being put in the same bracket as the four as the fourth best one seed. So right. you know, it, it matters for the regional finals and it matters for who's going to make make it to New Orleans for the final four. So we'll see how the committee handles Auburn if they do end up losing here today. But I'm, you know, this tournament was going to be wacky anyway. It's why I bet Arkansas. So yeah. I was like, I'm not betting shock, no way. Uh, it would be awesome if Kentucky would lose today too. <laughs> and, then, and then we see a win for Arkansas today. Uh, Ten and a half that. point favorite going to lose to Vanderbilt. I mean, wouldn't it be fun if Vandy went on a crazy run to start knocking teams out, knocked out Alabama, knocked out Kentucky. It happen. Teams get hot. This is when the slipper breaks for Vandy. Probably. Yeah. I mean, one win is crazy for them to even win a game in the, in the tournament is, is, is insane for Vanderbilt. Yeah. So, okay, let's get to the nets last night. Man oh, alive. Goodness. They, they just scored again. Holy crap. Wait, hold on. 129-100. Game goes under. Yes. Almost every number. I think 229.5 was the open, right? Uh, I believe so. And then 230, 231, yeah. 232, 233, 4, 5. I think it's where it closed at 235. Every number. Every CLV society in the, cash, in the, in the trash can yep. for CLV with the total. But they were up by 39 at one point in this yep. game. They were wrecking. And then after the game, pretty funny comments from Kevin Durant about why the crowd was quiet, saying you can't really boo Ben Simmons when you're down that many points, yeah. which was like, ouch, which was true. Oh, yeah. So what do you do? You said that last yesterday that if Philly wins the game, you would have moved all their numbers. Brooklyn wins monster. What do you do with their numbers? You don't have to do anything because they're already the favorite. I okay. think the the thing I took away from the games, the game was KD is a beast. He is such a he he Embiid ran him over. I mean, I don't know. I still don't know how that's not a charge. <laughs> Embiid literally ran him over. He went flying. 
He is so skinny. He went mm. boom, smack. He jumped right back up and he got right in his face and said, I'll be here all night. I bounced back up. And then he went down and started raining shots in from all over. I love when guys do that. KD, that was awesome. So one, he is a dog and he is, he's going to bring it. And if you got him motivated, I see why they're the favorite. The other thing I saw was, man, I mean, Kyrie was in his face all night, but James Harden looked like he wanted to be anywhere but on that basketball court. He wanted to be maybe on the other team at one point. Or like, I was like, man, I'm, I was so disappointed. And it was just turned, it snowballed into one of those nights. But Kyrie didn't let him breathe. Mm-hmm. They That line from Hoosiers where he says, I want you to stick to him like gum and tell me what flavor he is at the end. Kyrie could tell anyone he's juicy fruit, whatever it is, <laughs> spearmint, peppermint, it don't matter, cinnamon. He owned him. Mm. If that's the matchup, that's big trouble for the Sixers. I was like, oh, man, as good as Embiid is, somebody got to help him. And James Harden was nowhere to be found. I felt like it was a very big reality check on Philly. Like where you thought you were versus where you actually currently are. Yep. Do they have enough over a seven-game series? It's one game. But do they have enough to knock out the Nets if they face each other? I mean, think back to 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 like when we were young and the Celtics played the Lakers in the finals. I mean, there were blowouts and they turned into seven game series. Blowouts a blowout, mm-hmm. you know. Um, do they have enough? Maybe, but my doubts are, are are more now on Philly than they are on the Nets. If yeah. I mean, I'm not worried about the Nets being the road team in a seven-game series right now. They can go win in Philly. They just did. (laughs) And and like you said yesterday, Philly, as far as the fans or the city, were like it got caught up too much in the Simmons stuff. Mm. He didn't do a damn thing, and you lost by 29 points. If he comes back and helps, uh uh-oh. Yeah, if he comes back and is is effective. Uh Uh-oh. I mean, yep. who's he cover? If, if Kyrie's going to do that and be able to, you know, contribute obviously offensively, and I mean, don't forget they got Seth Curry and Drummond too. Drummond mm. couldn't wait mm. to go against Embiid. He would. They were battling. They were fighting for position every possession. Each one of them were banging and hanging, and like I was. I was like, oh, this is some old school East, East, East Coast basketball here. They're playing, they're talking, they're physical. Um, it got me excited. I was like, oh, here we I go. Liked, I saw a couple of players, I think it was LeBron actually tweeted this too, that he the, the refs allowed the guys to jaw at each other. Yes, they did. Like, they weren't quick to the T like for any taunting or or they they let that kind of breathe and it added even more energy to the game. And I thought that was a good call by LeBron. Like, yeah, let the, let these guys go at it. Don't over-officiate. Don't try to dictate what they're going to do. Let them get after each other. And they did. And the game was a laugher. <laughs> it was just an, it's a part of, It's part of the game as long as you allow it to a certain level. I think that that no question adds to the energy of it. It adds to 
I mean, it adds your desire to even get involved in it and wager on it, right? Like I was looking at it and I was going, oh, at the beginning, I was like, oh, this is going to go under. Then they got hot for a little while. The number shot up in game. And I was like, oh, this is this is still an under. Is this not an under? Come on. We, come here. We're come bringing here. her come in. Come right come now? Come on, Maddie. Come on. Shit. Come on. Here. Come on. Come here. Just just say hi to Mr. Come Dave. On. They have to Maddie. See hi. Hi. Come talk. Sit there you talk. go. Sit and talk. What's up? How are you? Look at, the, look at the camera, not the screen. There so you are you enjoying a day off of school today? Yeah. <laughs> Do you have some activities planned other than being on our show? Well, I'm going to make slime with my friend. Always fun making slime. Just don't make a mess because you can't <laughs> always get do. dad they in de- trouble. They destroy. I know. They destroy everything. I know. Try to keep all the slime. Like Who created that, area. by the way? Who came up with the idea of like, I'm going to... Throw together a concoction of shaving cream, uh, oil, and whatever the heck else that they do to make it into like this nasty, tacky substance. It's bizarre. I don't it's know. Not but nasty it's- and tacky? Yes, it is. No, it's not. It is. It is, man. He's right. But it's fun. It's you can have fun. But if we find out who came up with that, yes. we're going to have a serious talk with him. I yes. just want to let him know. Yeah. It's fun and it's not messy if you do the if you do it right. Oh, oh, we do it wrong. If we do it right. <laughs> we, de- we definitely do it wrong. You do it right. I mean, Kendall does it right too. I don't know how to do it, but that's okay. This is this is the live chat and everyone's saying hi. Oh boy. Can you say hi to everyone? Hey. Maddie, you're going to have a fan club. People are saying hi to you. Okay. Can you go back to watch your movie now? No. Yes. No. I have to work. <laughs> okay. Thank you. You have fun? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh, uh, boy. someone that doesn't have kids made slime. Yeah, that's I would agree with that. Somebody who did not have that doesn't have kids created the idea of, of making slime. A hundred percent. Stuff gets all over the <laughs> the, the chat says, will the slime have glitter? Oh, hundred percent. There's <laughs> no we'll, we'll, doubt. We'll, we'll be pink and it'll be glitterized and it will be. Yes, it'll be all sorts of. <laughs> the yes uh, is price on the having glitters. It's off the board. It's, yeah. it's 100%. <laughs> Can't even make a line. Your brain Six. just works that way. You just automatically make a line. Glitter. Everything, Dave. Everything. 100%. 100%. 100%. That's what we do. 62, 61, Indiana with 123 to play. Indiana's looking to knock out Illinois. So does this hurt Illinois seating? Of course. It puts Indiana in a hundred percent though. I mean, that's, that's it. They're in. It does. This bunch is their ticket. Yeah, they're in. No matter what they do after. And they're off. I think they're even off the first four in or last four in rather. I think it gets them off that even, you know, the, it may even get them a buy. Maybe even get away from the play-in game, the play-in tournament. So they were one of the first four, last four in, first four out for so long. They got the win over Michigan yesterday, which puts them you know, pretty much into the field. But now they're in. They now got Illinois. They're in the field. So like, they are right. going. They are going to be part of the bracket come selection Sunday. Um, on on that twenty point lead for A and M. It's fifty three thirty three now. So eleven to play in the wow, second. Wow, they half. just popped up this stat. The last nine seed to make it to the Big Ten tournament semifinal was Iowa back in two thousand and two. Dang, good for it! Huh? Wow, That's this would big. be a gigantic win. Huge for Illinois. Sorry, for Indiana rather over Illinois. Wow. Yeah, Cincinnati's up on Houston, twenty to sixteen, with eight to play in the first. Ooh. So the first three big games of the day with ranked teams, the ranked teams all losing. 
Does that ever come into your 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 uh, handicapping? Because it used to, at least with us, those morning games. Hundred like percent. Yeah, the, early. Yeah, I stay away from them. I don't want the, any part of it. Or take the dog, right? You can, but it's it's such a hard handicap. Like you don't know. I would lean dog for sure. I just personally want to stay away. Like I just right. don't want any part of it because I don't I don't know which team's gonna. Which team's going to show up? Which team's going to play hard? Which team wants to be there? Which team partied the night before? Like, I don't want any of that when it comes to like a, a, a noon tip. And because the crowd's sleepy on top of that, it's the crowd's exactly crowd's hung over. Yes. You know, the crowd's not really into it all that much. It's always better to play at night. It's more fun to play at night. Like Oklahoma, Texas Tech tonight at 930 Eastern time, like that environment in KC is going to be ridiculous. They're going to spend the entire day at the, at the gaslight district or the, <laughs> Oh no, the electric electric district. What is that called in Where? Kansas City? Oh, across from them, know. there's a whole. They have an open air bar, um, like we have open air uh, malls here. Yeah, in Kansas City, Power and Light District. That's what it's called. Oh, okay. the Power and Light District is an open air bar where you walk in and it's all open air, but it's just like bar, 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 and so everyone. And then there's a courtyard that they all go and they do pep rallies each team gets their own version of a pep rally they get their own band to be there and so it's all like they stagger it based upon who's playing at what time so you go to power and light you go to the little pep rally thing you drink for three hours and then you you go to your game so you're lubed up and ready to go (laughs) yeah you don't have even time to do that in the morning games like a lot of right you can't right that's my point there's nothing like that no one's i mean unless you're doing baileys and coffee and you know, having right. 10 of them, you're not going to be feeling all that. Or bloody you know, Mary's. Frisky. Bloody Mary's is a yeah, good morning drink. Do bloody Mary's. But even that's hard. It's hard to get drunk in the morning. It's hard. You got to be a pro. You got to be like real straight up. That's uh, tough to do. I mean, in the books in Vegas, you see guys already lubed but up. That's for the night before, before, though. They just keep going. They're still like, finishing the night. Yeah, they, 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 they haven't stopped. Like they, they just, true. they keep rolling. They're just doing, they're shotgunning Red Bull and vodkas and, you know, keeping them. We used to going. say in the book, unders in the morning and overs at night. At night, so yeah. Un, unders for breakfast, overs for dinner. Like with in a, in a handicapping, you can't universally How about apply. What, what's it, the live? What's the live A and M Auburn number right now? Right now, I mean, it's eighty eight right now with ten to play in the in the second half. So like one twenty five. Exactly one twenty five. One twenty five and a half right now. Okay. So that makes sense to me because I mean, and Auburn is a 12 and a half point dog right now. Unbelievable. I mean, they're just getting smoked. I mean, they're getting absolutely smoked right now in this game. Like this game's not close. This game's not competitive. What does Pearl say after this? Uh, He will be smoking mad. I mean, he'll be screaming. He'll be, he'll be so mad at his guys, but I mean, this is what Auburn has done this year. They've laid eggs in games where you don't expect them to. It's why you can't trust them in the dance. Like they could be a team if they face the wrong 16 seed and they're a one. Whoa. I'm serious. They could get beat. They face a team like this, like an A&M. You you can rebound with them and you can hit threes. Not every team can do that. But if you can rebound with Auburn and you can hit threes, you can beat Auburn. Anybody in the country who's got that can beat Auburn. They're not, wow. uh, they're not elite. They do much better when they control oh. the glass. Are you watching this right now? <laughs> they're just, it's, it's great basketball. I mean, buzz has got this team playing so well. 
They're passing the basketball. Like this is where I meant the Indiana. Oh, no. What just happened? I thought you were watching that. No, you so distracted. No, I, I was watching threes and shots. I, I, I feel good about this game. Illinois dunk. Indiana's up one with 15 seconds to play. Yes. Illinois ball. Timeout. Yes. yes. Well, my plus six is good. So, yeah, I waited for that to go all the way to the. I, I bet the closing number at six, but if you bet three, four, five, you're not happy. Or six or or laid six, you're not happy. No, not at all. So, I mean, th- this is the thing. So far, over the last two days, the one thing I will say about line movement is be really careful with the line movement because it's been CLV disasters for yep. a lot of people. Yep. And what direction the line has been moving, like Providence, for instance. Yep. I bet five, sorry, excuse me, Villanova. Villanova or Providence too, but, but Villanova was five at open where I bet it. Closed at seven and a half. They won by one and they were lucky to win by one. Right. On a free throw. <laughs> Every number wiped out. Like line movement right now. And then this number, Indiana, Illinois was a four point favorite. Five, six. I think it closed at six and a half. Yep. I mean, Every number dead. <laughs> Every single number is going to be dead. So that's just where the book is taking bets and, may, and moving the line. But when that's happening, it's, it's you know, either the sharps are off over the last 48 hours or the public is betting enough to move the number and the books are going to respond to it. Oh no. Did you see that turnover? No, that was really bad. That's a really bad. They were not communicating point guard throws a no look pass to the press box <laughs> right into the, right into the press oh, row. Whoa. <laughs> Illinois trying to be a little bit too cute. That's a brutal. They haven't even inbounded the ball yet on my feet. Really? I'll tell you when. They just inbounded it right now. I am so far ahead of you. That's amazing. You're on direct TV, right? Oh, that yep. was a terrible pass. Oh, my goodness. Terrible pass. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Holy, that is really, really bad. All right, so let's go to the Warriors quickly here because yep. I want to give you some credit here. And this is why you guys who watch and listen to the show on the podcast and on YouTube, this is what you guys learn from Dave and what I learned from Dave. And hopefully you trailed it because I was going to bet the Nuggets plus one and a half. And Dave said, well, if I were you, wait, see what type of number you can get on either side. And there may be a really nice number. So I waited and essentially, I got the Warriors plus five at a, they were down nine at the break. I laid minus four in the second half and the Warriors outscored the Nuggets 62 43 in the second half. And oh they didn't goodness. just win the game. They won the game going away. They ruined in the third and fourth quarters and the Nuggets really 11 nothing run to end the game for the Warriors and they get the W props um, to you. Yeah, I it, again, I, the more I'm I'm seeing it, the more I did it in the book, I was like, man, making NBA pregame bets is you don't have to do it unless you really think a number is just not going to exist. You can really wait and see the swings. Golden State is another team. I uh Clay looks like Clay. It's I mean it's 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 this I don't want to say they're back because Draymond isn't back yet. But Monday he will be back. And if you saw his energy on the on the sideline last night, he can't wait to get out there and play. And yikes, 
if Golden State is going to be like that, I don't. I can't wait to see the Western Conference Finals between the Suns and them because. I, Do you know who's a guy who we don't talk enough about? Is Jordan Poole. Man, we we I think player got it. We got to give this kid some. Oh, he he has Kaminga. Kaminga is a really nice addition. I like him a lot, but he's really young, so he's really raw, super athletic. But Poole's ability, he got really hot in the fourth quarter. Yes. He starts knocking down threes. It's like, uh-oh, because now you can't double Curry. Right. And you've got Thompson, Curry, and Poole. How do you stop that? You don't. Like, that's... You don't. Unless they miss, you don't stop them. Game Those over. Throw good. Indiana 65-63. Oh, Game over. Wow. Illinois gone. Michigan gone. Wow. Michigan gone and most likely out, I think. Illinois I would agree with gone that. and just drop what two seeds in the thing. Like they're they're not they're not a three seed. Mm-hmm. You know. Um the show with Keith this morning, they had a uh Fandle had a bet. Illinois seeding three and a half over or under. I mean they're they're over a three seed now. No. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah, I would agree. So did you ever meet Mike Woodson here? I did not. So Mike came, Mike was a CG customer. Mike was around a lot. Okay. So I had Mike, I had Mike Woodson. When I first moved to town, I had Mike Woodson because at the time he was uh he was a consultant for I want to say the Warriors, but maybe not the Warriors. Maybe it was the Lakers. It was one of the West Coast teams. Okay. So he was here all the time. He was in Vegas a ton. And one of my friends, uh, he came in, he at, he, was, he came on the show and he was like, hey, I need a tea time for tomorrow. Can you help me? <laughs> I was like, yeah, let me see what I can do. So I started calling around to a bunch of people. We got him onto a, a pretty good course here in town. And so he was sending me a bunch of pictures and whatnot saying like, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. This is awesome. And they comped him. The, 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 the course was like, go ahead. You don't have to pay. And so like they took care of him. So he thought oh, that was really cool. And he was just a super, super nice guy. So for a couple of years, I would stay in touch with him and have him on my radio show from time to time. I lost track with him when he went to the Indiana, got the Indiana job. I lost track of him, but I'm super happy for him because I was one of the people, I think a lot of people, Mike Woodson in college, it's kind of like, uh, this is an NBA guy, head coach right. of the Knicks, you know, was with the Sixers on their bench for a bit. I mean, and now this dude's to the Big Ten tournament semifinal for the first time since 2013. And you know what it's like for Indiana. I mean, this oh. is life. This is, oh. I mean, they're going to love him forever. I mean, he, he he just bought himself five more years after this. Now, who do they play? The winner of Iowa uh, Rutgers? I think so. Yes, that sounds right. I mean, they can win that game too. At, did, did they beat Iowa this year? Uh, let's see. Against Indiana, Iowa won 83-74 in the one matchup. They played once in Iowa, won 83-74. But yeah, I mean, that, that's not impossible. Wow. I wouldn't say it's I wouldn't say it's nuts. So man, oh man. I think Wisconsin may lose today to Michigan State. Why not? Yeah. It's I March. Think- it's yeah, Izzo. I, it's Izzo. It's, so I, I actually, my, my the juice parlay, the don't bet a parlay parlay is Michigan State money line. It includes Michigan State money line. Okay. So I got Boise State money line, Michigan State money line, and the under for TCU in Kansas for okay, 600. 
139. I was going to say 140. Oh, mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yeah. So that's my don't bet a parlay parlay 600, you know, 600 to six to one parlay Yeah, from the podcast. So I, I think Michigan state was going to, so if Michigan state knocks out Wisconsin, the top three seeds for the big 10 tournament are out. Oh, oh no, I'm sorry. No, 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 not top three. No, sorry. No, no, no. Top Purdue. two, yeah. Illinois, Wisconsin, Purdue would still be left. Right. And so what's going to be Penn state today? What's the bracket? The bracket for the big 10 now is I need to find the big 10 tournament bracket because I haven't looked at the brackets. I usually we, I had them up at work. I used to keep them. I, I'd print them out and say, okay, this team plays here. So now what happens, right? Indiana beats Illinois. So they play the winner. Say if it's Iowa Rutgers, does that affect the betting on this game right now? Right. Of course. So the bracket is, I mean, this, this Indiana thing is going to be really interesting because, uh, so game not the next game is Rutgers, Iowa. Yeah. So game 11 is game seven winner against game eight winner. So yeah. So they play in the semifinal. They play Rutgers, Iowa. Right. So right now I'm looking at my odds screen and the Rutgers number is six and a half immediate bet on the dog immediate, like offshore six and a half. Yeah. Uh, the books in Vegas are already at six and a half, the circuit of Westgate. Um, there's no more sevens left. So that's what happens. You need to know who the next game is or who the winner is going to be because the bad guys immediately will bet the dog. So you, you either move the number to get ahead of it or you just take the bets and let it drift you. It's down. crazy because Wisconsin, Michigan State, or Purdue, one of those three teams, sorry, Penn State, one of those three teams will be in the Big Ten final. So if you're Indiana, you beat Iowa, you know you're not, you don't have to go through Wisconsin and Purdue you, you, or Michigan State for that matter. You only so have you to got the, one of them. Right. So you got yeah. an easier bracket to win it. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're just saying I was easier than those teams? People think I was going to win this whole thing. Teams that score 112 points one day in a tournament <laughs> tend to score 70 the next day. Yes, they do. So I, if I, I, I was talking to a buddy of mine, I was an Iowa fan, and I was telling him the worst thing that happened to your team was that they hit everything because they'll hit nothing today. It's like sports bet. You go 10 and 0 one day, next day you go 0 and 10. Yeah, you can't replicate that. That, very, that was a difficult. that was a bad, bad yesterday was bad for Iowa, Iowa fans. You you wanted to save some of that, pull some of that back. <laughs> and Rutgers, Rutgers is a tough team, man. I think they're seven and three ATS over the last 10. And I, I mean, they got a bunch of seniors who do not want their year to end. Right. Mm. Be careful. If I, if I, Rutgers can win this game. March. I love it. Then Rutgers, Indiana for a chance to go play for the Big Ten title. Who's favorite? Unreal. Rutgers. Small. Three. Maybe. Three. Might be two. Two and a half. All right. Let's get some football in here. Let's talk about the news that broke yesterday right after the show was over. The the, the Bears are going to trade Khalil Mack to the Chargers. Yes. So, look. What do you do here? If the Chargers go all in and look, they can't stay bleeping healthy, right? We know this. The Chargers just cannot keep anyone on the field. But if they were to stay healthy, I mean, that defense with Khalil Mack, 
are you kidding me? I love the idea of let everyone else go offense. We're going defense. It's great, right? Um, and we were talking about, you know, Russ coming to the AFC West and Kansas City's defense is pretty good. The Raiders mm-hmm. defense is pretty good. We were like, yeah, the Chargers, mm, you know, this changes the Chargers defense, right? With one signing. Like this is the AFC West. It's it, it's funny how it's the universe is kind of working, you know, in this mm. situation for you and I. Like we're in Vegas. We mm. got a football team. Mm. And now we got we got the premier, you know, quarterbacks. Now we got a, another signing. They're gonna load up. I love it. I, I just think the, the AFC West has become the division that everybody's gonna look at, talk about this and that. What's next? I mean, what is next? Uh, if to me, where the hell are the Raiders? That's what's next to me. I'm a Raider fan. I'm looking around going, yo, whoa, whoa, whoa. What are we doing? Because everyone else is improving. Kansas City is a standard. Okay. Denver just got Russell Wilson. Chargers just got Khalil Mack. We're just sitting back. We're not going to be active. We're not doing like, what are we doing here? Like I know Belichick disciples. If you want to go by the Belichick tree, you don't react. You do your own thing. Yep. How do you not react if you're the Raiders? It's a good question. I don't know. I mean, maybe they're, you know, doing it where nobody's looking. I mean, what's a realistic Raider win total next year? It was six and a half last year, and I was all over. It was my favorite bet of the offseason. Came flying through, nailed it easily. What do you do? If you're, if you're a book, what are you putting, not here in Vegas, because our numbers are always juiced, but if you're looking at an East Coast book with the Raiders win total next year, given what the division's going to be, what do you Let's do? Let's do it. Pull up the schedule. We'll do it right now. Okay. We'll pull up the opponents and and we'll, we'll this is our, our so new thing. We'll be able to do this at any time now that you know how to do it. We'll pull up the schedule. We'll all right. So here here are the here are the uh, the home games. Okay. For the Bronco for, for the for the Raiders, Broncos, Chiefs, Chargers. Right, three teams in the division. So what do you think they go right there? Two and two out one two and, and one, one or and, one and two. One and two. You only give up one win at home against a division. That's well, not with this good. team currently as it's. Okay. The, pro- the thing That's with fair. the Raiders last year, why I liked them so much last year, they were sneaky. No, but everybody was sleeping on yeah, them. Not because now. I, not now. Not no, now. They got to play a second place schedule, and it's 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 they're not quiet playoff. anymore. So no. I'm I, I don't like the division games. Worry me right now for this team. Worry me. New head coach, new offense. Worries me. So I'm I think saying there's a better chance of going zero and three than there is even two and one. Yeah, I'm not going to push too hard on that. Like I, I feel like pro- one and two I think they the get right one. Number. I think they win one of the right. games, yeah. but they're going to be dogs in all three. Denver, KC, Chargers. They'll be underdogs at home. Dogs to the Broncos. Yeah, I guess probably small, but yeah. Texans, Colts, Cardinals, 49ers. Texans, Colts, Cardinals, and 49ers. That's the home schedule. And the Patriots. Wow. Do, do you know how happy I am the Patriots are coming here, by the way? Do, do you understand like what I have to do? For, like I have to. I, I'm going to do something stupidly dumb for that game. Like I am going to. I'm so ready to. I, w- I want to be in the win club for that game. I'm going to pull every damn. I'm going to pull every damn. 
thread or oh. tie that I've got. Oh boy. Every person that I know is saying, who do I got to pay? <laughs> you know, how many dimes am I shelling out for this game? Because you're, you're going to love it even more when Tom Brady's the quarterback of the Raiders, uh, my friend. Oh my God. Oh my imagine goodness. that. What are you saying, Pharaoh? Could you imagine that? No, oh my God. I can't. I don't want that because then I'm paying even more. Then I'm paying three dimes for that <laughs> ticket. So I'm really, really hoping that's not the case considering it was three dimes to get into the Patriots Tampa Bay Buck game. So the Patriots want, Raiders. Do you McDaniels, want that game in September or in December? Don't give a flip. I just want to watch it. <laughs> so happy my team's playing here. I've never lived in a city. I have never in my 20 plus year career. I have never worked in a market where the Patriots came to me. Went to the Bruins. Got hooked up for my friends in, in North Quincy. My daughter and I went to that game. Madeline and I are going to the Patriots Raider game, and I will be decked in Patriot gear. I don't give a flip. <laughs> Have you ever gone to a road game? Patriot, Patriot road game? Road? Yeah. Texans. Uh, let's see. I've seen the Patriots in the, against the Texans. Okay, so you Giants were in Houston against, when they came. Yeah. All right, you said what about they never that? came to you in your career. They came to you. In oh, well, I wasn't working in Houston the same way. So yeah, I guess technically, yes, they did come. Okay. Yeah, because that that's how I had that moment with Brady in, in the bowels of the of, of, right. of the of the center where I was walking with him and it was me and two other people walking with Brady to the press room. Right. Um, so yeah, technically I had that, but I wasn't working in Houston. I was working nationally. I happened to actually be in Houston. Oh, oh, okay. So it wasn't the same type of like environment right. i guess so right. i guess technically yeah it would be the second time it's happened in my career it just feels different texans game sucked it was like they killed patriots killed them it wasn't even a game it was just a, this is a game <laughs> like this is the raiders patriots is a game josh mcdaniels yeah. the head coach you've got the former g former personnel director for the patriots you know with the raiders all the worlds colliding yeah it's it's just phenomenal uh sideline pass Oh Simple. my gosh! Let's geez, let's go. Let's figure out what I got to do to get that. Three game be, sideline oh pass. It's so much fun watching them warm up right on the field. Okay, so road games are uh, Broncos, Chiefs, Chargers. Obviously, how many of those do they win? One. <laughs> do they win one? You got to give them one. So two and four in the division. I can see that. Yep. At Jacksonville, win. At at. Rams. Oh. oh boy. At Titans. Oh boy. At Seattle. Win. At New Orleans. Maybe. At Pittsburgh. Depends. They're gonna get out. This is where I'm off the Raider. Like I was on the Raider bandwagon last year. I was all in. They're gonna get their heads kicked in this year. That schedule is insane. Seven. Six and a half. I would, I think it's going to be the same win total as last year. I think they go under. I think it's six and a half and they go under. Wow. I mean, look at the playoff teams that would they playing. go last year 10 and seven? Correct. They blew over their win total last year. And so maybe it's inflated. Maybe it's seven and a half because of last year. So they know it's not going to be inflated. But with all these other signings, this is what happens. Those numbers go up. And their number goes down. It has to. It's a math problem. You can't win that many games. I mean, if, if we go through it and just count, you know, what are the guaranteed wins here? Seattle's a guaranteed win. Texans are a guaranteed win. Jacksonville guaranteed win. That's it. I, I mean, that's it. 
I don't think there's anything else that you really can get into. Yeah. Three, three wins guaranteed. And then I'm sure they'll win other games, right? I'm sure they'll be, yeah. um, you know, th- that they'll get yeah, into they it. Win, but if they win two of the home games uh, in the division instead of one. So there's win, five. I mean, yeah, the number's six and a half, seven. Unless they do something significant here in the offseason where they start to go and add some real talent. Right. Max Crosby needs help. Their secondary is going to get destroyed. Overs. A lot of overs in those games. A lot of overs. Oh, my goodness. Like, I get it. You know, you're going to bank on Carr and Waller and Jacobs and, you know, you're going to bank on your players to step up and help the offense and make the offense. And McDaniels should have a really good offense next year. But the defense has got a big question. And Khalil Mack being, I mean, obviously the Raiders wouldn't reacquire him. But the Raiders got two first round picks for Khalil Mack. From the Bears, the Bears got two picks, a third and a fourth, right? For Khalil Mack, I didn't even look at what they got. It, it was nothing. Like it I was, just, it was, yeah, it was absolutely was like, nothing. Does it matter? Like they got Khalil Mack, you can give him whatever pick. Oh, I know, but I'm saying that I think they got him really cheaply compared to what right the, what they picked him up for. I mean, that was um, they're going to get him for a 2022 second round pick and a 2023 sixth round pick for Khalil Mack. See you. I mean, that's ridiculous. Of course you do that deal. Like Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack are ranked in the top four for defensive pressures combined since they've both been in the league together Oof. over the last five seasons. That's I good mean, for the Chargers, man. Mack's got three more years left on his deal. 17-7 this year, 22-9 in 23-2-5 in 24. That's a lot of money for a 31-year-old. Bears were smart to trade him. Yeah, but but the Chargers are going to go for it because why? In their own market, they have the defending champs, and they got a quarterback still on a rookie deal, right? Yeah, I mean that Herbert gives you the flexibility. Yeah. You see the way, yeah, why the pressure to be successful with a young quarterback on a rookie deal becomes a go for it mentality. It you know organization top down. We're going to have to pay this guy. We're either going to lose him or we're going to have to sacrifice everything if he continues on this trajectory we got to go for it now and get him some help immediately and win a championship or at least compete for it what happened 60 55 and okay. up by five with two to play right, auburn's come back all right we gotta go back to that game auburn is Live <laughs> and it can AM hold on by their fingertips here. Plus to 12 keep... and a half in game. I mean, that's just insane. The college, the, the, the oh talk about taking pluses. What happened? Watch what? the watch, watch, watch this. Watch what's about to happen. Just turn it back on. Do you have it? Still have an inbound of the ball yet. All right, wait, wait. just watch the inbounds play. Here it is. What are we doing? Turn. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Kid goes right to the rack and throws it down like that it was, was nothing. Fantastic! That was a hell of a play by that like kid that. from AM. <laughs> so they're up by seven now with a minute and a half to play. So they may be able to hang on. So that we could have another big upset here in the early morning. In the early morning. Uh, we talked yesterday a bit about numbers here. Lakers tonight are four point favorites at home against the Wizards. <laughs> people what should they should the lakers be favored to anybody in the nba right now yes they have to be because you can't make them not favored because you'll get just 
inundated with bets on them. So I get it. Um, but I mean, they're a mess and, and <laughs> like they just lost to Houston and it's four in Vegas. They're going to bet them. They're going to, uh, they can't, you know, it was a bad road trip, finished bad. The problem is if you lay four, LeBron don't play. <laughs> You're in trouble. Like I got Le- well, LeBron's got significant knee soreness now, which is kind of funny. As they as, as all as everything falls apart, all of a sudden LeBron's got significant knee soreness. Feels rather convenient, but that he has significant knee soreness. <laughs> That's what I so. mean. Like the game's at seven forty tonight, West Coast time. So That's the best block of the tournament uh, of March so far. That kid, oh. that block is the best block. <laughs> Kid had no idea the guy was coming behind him. Smack. Smacks off the backboard. Jackson from for Texas A&M just had the most insane block to keep the game as a seven-point game. He basically just won the game. Is there A&M. any cooler thing in the basketball than a block off the backboard like that? I love when they smack it like that. LeBron against Curry. Oh. I mean, that's that's the that's that's one of the best moments in LeBron's oh. career was that rundown. Oh. Yeah. Running somebody down from behind. When they're trying to go up for, for a layup, not a dunk, but a layup, and you go up and you smack that thing off the backboard. Yeah, that's especially in this moment with under with a minute to play. Right. That's just <clears> unbelievable. Thing. AM eight seed will advance, nine seed advanced in the Big Ten. And now you've got an eight seed advancing. The number one seed is Gonzo in the is, SEC. Is this a precursor to next week? Are we going to have like 13 Madness. seeds winning, 14 seeds winning? Like, we all, we getting, all I know we get usually one, but I mean, could I think it's up? wide open. I think the whole tournament is completely wide open. Oh. I think there's going to be just chaos absolutely everywhere. What a shot by Smith. Wow. Okay. Maybe I spoke a little too soon. Leads four now. <laughs> I can't. So, Jamari, Jamari Smith is the number one pick in the draft. He's so good. He's just so damn talented. It's that's why I thought Auburn would be live to win the NCAA. I mean, again, maybe this helps Auburn. Maybe this refocuses them and gets them gets their minds right. But mm, Jabari Smith's a player. He's 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 so he's so, so smooth. Like he's mm-hmm. he he's looks, so young. He's nineteen. It, but he's unflappable. Like he just he just playing. Like it looks yeah. like he's just playing like another game. He's he's really just a cool customer. I definitely think he uh, he's going to change a franchise, no question. Okay, so tonight <clears throat> the Vegas Golden Knights are on the road at your Pittsburgh Penguins. Penguins, yes. Tonight, yes. Jack Eichel is currently the number one topic in the NHL. Uh-huh. Jack Eichel decides to go and blast Buffalo after the 3-1 win. We talked about it yesterday. I said, look, I would bet Buffalo here because they're going to be completely jacked and excited to go after it. This is the lowest point in the history of the Vegas Golden Knights. This is the lowest they have ever been since they've become a franchise. How do you feel about them tonight on the road? They are big dogs to your Penguins tonight. I pulled a U uh, in overnight when I saw minus 145 with the Penguins. I was yeah. like, this Done. is wrong. Yep. This is wrong. It's, <laughs> like, 170, it's 175 now. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. I said, um, no way would I bet the Knights at this price. And I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm maybe a little biased because the roots run deep. I mean, the Penguins were probably the first thing that I loved. 
I started playing hockey when I was four. So, and the Penguins weren't good, but I thought they were. So now I'm like, all right, I got to decide. I'm it's, it's Penguins. It's, it's Penguins tonight. I don't know who's playing goal. I haven't looked at any of that stuff yet. Or but Slaw's playing goal for, for the Knights. We know that. Is he? Yeah, because Leonard's, I mean, let's say the other kid, that Jack kid playing, but I'd be surprised. They need a win really bad. They're 0-2 in this road trip. They lost to Philly, and they lost to Buffalo. They have two goals scored in the two games on this road trip. It's a problem. They keep getting shots on goal, and they're not really shots on goal. They're just like, they're not getting any danger area shots. They're not getting any major scoring chances. It's not like, it's not like the goalie has to be taxed. To make mm-hmm. these saves. I mean, and, right. and Anderson getting his 300th win last night. I mean, it was a cool moment for Buffalo. And then um, the guys that scored the goals for the Sabres were both former Knights, right? Like Tuck scored and um, someone else scored. There was a little motivation for the Sabres. 100%. And then, I mean, they're booing Eichel the whole game. And then Eichel decides to <laughs> drop a bomb after the game. After the game. And. <laughs> I mean, it, I don't say know, that man. when you win. You don't say that when you lose, right? The, the quote is, that's the loudest I've heard this place ever. It only took seven years in me leaving for them to get into the game. <laughs> I mean, you lost. you lost. You don't now say that. Now it's spilled milk. Now it's whining. Now it's like... I didn't like it. I'll be honest. I didn't like it. I, I I think it's an it's a problem. If I'm Buffalo, I'm like good riddance, right? Like I want no. Like okay, now we see that you're petty. This is this is like Kevin Durant type stuff. Like you don't need to do this. Like you don't need to. Not no. that they go there all that often. They go once a year to Buffalo, so it's not that big of a deal for the rest of his career. It just shows to me where this team is. Like he should be saying. We've lost back-to-back games. We haven't looked good. I don't care what Buffalo fans are doing. It. I'm. I'm. I'm in Vegas now. I'm. I'm focused on what we're doing. They can do whatever they want. I gotta fix my team. And instead, he says that. When you win, when a guy says that, like you know, in the hockey, smack talk is the best. Like I, I, that's one of the things I miss about playing. It's just the nonsense on the bench in between faceoffs to each Mm other. As I'm just like I am now. I never shut up. My wife used to come to my games and say, why do you talk so much? I said, because I'm having fun. Hmm. But if a guy says that, I just point and go scoreboard. You lost. You can't say you're in the midst of not making the playoffs. You, you lost to a rough. bad hockey team. Two bad hockey teams. Sabres are horrible. Like The, the Flyers, at least horrible. Corey Hart stood on his head, made right. 47 saves, and, and, and was an exceptional effort. You lost a dull road game to the Sabres yesterday on your return you were brought to Vegas to be not you know the savior but like you're the biggest name right now on the team on the team supposed to be the leader supposed to be now it's hard to lead that quickly I get it and he's young on top of that so I get it but like that were that comment worries me worries me for tonight uh, looks like it's going to be Logan Thompson in that the chat saying. So looks oh. like the, the, it's not going to be Bressois. So that's better for your bet as well that you got the third string goaltender in there for for the for the Golden Knights. But it, it's just to me right now, I this is a test because the Raiders made the playoffs. 
The Golden Knights are currently in a complete tailspin. If they miss the postseason, what does next year look like? Like if they're no longer the hot ticket and they're no longer the cool kid in town, what happens? Because it's already easy to get tickets way easier than before. Okay. And it's problematic to me. It's problematic that this team is lacking a star. They are lacking a marquee draw and maybe it's Eichel. Maybe he turns into it, but right now he's not acting like it. Stone never was, even though he's a hell of a hockey player. And I mean, Leonard's not going to be that guy. I don't know. It's just, you look at the roster and it's, they're all wearing golden night stuff. But I think most people are like, who, like, who are you? I don't know who you are. Where'd you come from? This is, this is the problem in a big city with multiple sports. This is what happens. Are we a big city? Well, I mean, we're becoming a major league city. Correct. But we're not a major league market. That's the problem. We're becoming a major league city. But the population base, this is what people say in Tampa all the time. There's 20,000 diehard Lightning fans, and that's it. (laughs) And they all go to the game, every game. So it's like how many... Winning winning solves that. 100%. But what happens when they're not winning? What happens if they're a mediocre hockey team? Because you know that's coming. Like We know that that whole thing is coming right now. I I don't know what happens. I, I think... Um, I mean, obviously the luster wears off. I remember when they came here and I was, everybody was, you know, there was literally Vegas golden night stuff on people's cars. Still is. There still is. There, There is. And there's a lot of people with the merch all over and everything else. Yes. But will there be that Love. every game, yeah. big event type atmosphere? No, absolutely not. And if an NBA team shows up, oh boy, that's they're a, that's in deep a, trouble. They're in deep, deep. If they go head to head with another option in the in that building, they're in deep trouble. Oh, if you can only pick one, eighty percent or more are picking the NBA game. That's the yeah. I'll be in. I'll be. It would be nine nine games to one NBA to hockey for me. I like hockey, but I I very much prefer basketball. Yeah. I don't. Tonight, I think Vegas is in deep trouble tonight at Pittsburgh. I I do not like what we've seen out of them. All under, right, let, under, under. Believe it or not, I like steal, under. You're stealing my, stealing my better to book it. Look at you, just sorry, ripping away my bets and not letting me make my plays. I'm Prop of to the stay day, ahead of it, and in the book, as the book, you got to stay ahead of it. <laughs> staying ahead. Of it. Prop of the day, Brett, you brought to you by BetPrep.com. Did not hit yesterday, unfortunately, because we had under fourteen and a half points for Tobias, or was it fifteen and a half points? 15 and a half under 15 and a half points and Tobias Harris went up at 16. 16. I thought, I thought it was dead in the third quarter. He had 13. I thought it was dead until you texted me and say it had out 16 points for Harris. And I was like, Oh man, that's too bad. Four or five from three, man. Yeah. In, 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 in like a blow, tight, man. Yeah. In, in a blowout setting, it was kind of like, right. Mm. Uh, we are going back to the overs, but this time to the Spurs, and we're going with rebounds for Murray over seven and a half rebounds. The best lines at FanDuel at minus 128. Murray for the Spurs has recorded eight or more rebounds in five of the last six games, eight or more rebounds in 10 of his last 11 games at home, and eight or more rebounds in 20 of his last 24 games after his team failed to cover, which the Spurs did. And this is the game earlier against the Jazz. He had 11 rebounds in that one. 
What do we think about Murray going over? By the way, AM has won by five. They knock out Auburn. One seed is gone from the <laughs> SEC tournament. Buzz Williams, man. I loved him at Marquette. Loved him in the Big East. Got ran out at Virginia Tech. Back at it. Texas A&M got themselves a really good coach in March. That Buzz Williams can coach in March, period. He's great <laughs> coaching in March. Huge win for A&M. How do you feel about Murray over seven and a half rebounds tonight? Um, I would prefer it would be under, but I mean, what's the, what's his average? Eight. Mm, yeah. He averages eight. I totals two twenty eight. I don't know. I, I, I would lean under, but you know, every time I say it doesn't, I don't like it. It's supposed to win. We got a bad break yesterday because I said we liked it. Yeah. And we had a blowout. Everything is supposed to happen. Everybody else went under, but we did. We could have Harden's points under yesterday. That would have worked out okay. Right. Jeez. You know, I mean, and we got a guy, they get blown out by 29. He's the third or fourth option, and he gets over the number. So you can handicap it all dead right and still lose. <laughs> I'm leaning under. Nine point eight point four rebounds per game is his average. Nine point four assists, twenty point six points. Yeah, so we're right on right on the number. Right on the number. I would lean under right now. I just, okay. but again, it's going to fall. What? Six, he's gone seven, nine, eight, nine. Ten, He's gone ta- nine, ten, nine, twelve over the last four games. Right. Rebounds right. wise, it's there like right. Go. It's like right there. I wouldn't bet it because. That's that's my that's my worry that like it's right on yep. the number. Yep. You know what I mean? So that's that's my concern with it. I don't, I don't see much of an edge there for him on that, even though he has gone over five of six and 10 of 11 at home. So that's that's my issue. That's my only kind of concern. When I look at those. I look at like, you know, for people that are listening or watching the show. And what do you, what do you look at when you look at these things? I want to see how many minutes he's been playing. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure he's playing enough minutes to have the opportunities because rebounds are, I mean, it's like picking receptions. You you hope he's going to get the opportunity, but I mean, the ball bounces off the rim the other way one night, three, yeah. four, five times you get four instead of getting eight. Right. You know? So it's, it's pretty random with the rebounds. Like I need to make sure he's on the court. I need to make sure he's not getting in foul trouble because if a guy goes and gets two fouls like this early in the first quarter, he sits the rest of the time that takes away his minutes and his opportunities to get rebounds. So those are the things I would be looking at. All right, time now for better to book it. Plays yep. I have made so far that Dave will say either he likes it or not betting it. He means he likes it. Books it means he doesn't. Two hockey bets to throw at you. The first, Minnesota and Columbus. Two top five teams over. to the over. Over. Six goals. Over. It was over. It was over. Was The under was juiced last night, Dave. I couldn't figure it out. It's minus 105. Last really? night. Yeah. It was like, uh, thank you. <laughs> I was like, I appreciate that. Why? What's the logic here? But over one, over six I'm goals. I'm telling you, I've been saying it for years. I'm not saying that it's happening, but I'm telling you, sometimes I see these lines. I used to say it in the book all the time. Like, who are they putting this line up for? They're putting it up for their friends and letting them bet it, or they're putting it up, hoping other books copy it so that they can bet it one way or the other. That number was wrong. So that's good. You got a good number. Yeah, minus 105. I was like, uh, thanks. I appreciate it's currently painted six and a half over minus 35. 
And the South Point and the DraftKings just said to hell with it. It's seven. Like, you got a really good number. It's just weird. It's very, very strange to me. Every time we're coming on here talking about totals, like, why don't you mention it? Why don't they just open at six and a half? What the hell are they afraid of? Don't know. Bad guys coming coming in on a four two game and they and, and then they lose because it's six. I have no idea. I honestly don't know. Yeah, it's a really weird deal. Yeah. Over six Minnesota Columbus. You already said the other one. Play number two under six Vegas and the Pittsburgh Penguins. Yep, betting betting in or booking on the under for these two teams. Betting, betting. Yeah. This is an under. Yesterday we did it. We, we there were thirteen NHL games yesterday. And we sat there and kind of looked at it. You, you asked me at one point, how many games go over the 13? And I said, I don't know, seven and six or eight and five. Finishes seven, five and one. I mean, it's, you know, tonight's there's four games. Looks like two overs, two unders. Mm-hmm. Vegas mm-hmm. and Pittsburgh is an under. Winnipeg and the Islanders is an under. Washington, Vancouver over. Minnesota, Columbus. That would be the biggest surprise to me if it doesn't go over six and a half. So the interesting point, the interesting thing about this game that too is that like your fourteen parlay right there, your parlay. It's not a parlay. Two unders, two overs, hockey parlay. Two we overs. missed. We went. We went three and two last night. That's why I didn't do it. Yeah, on that parlay we threw together yesterday on totals. It was three, if we, we go if we do that parlay today, we'll go three and one or win. Right, right. But three and one still loses. <laughs> three and one still loses. That's why you know taking fun chance with a parlay. Yeah. But right. Um. Yeah, that that's. I mean, I mean, you know. it was fifty. It was fifth for me. It was fifteen bucks to win three hundred. I think on that parlay on that five teamer. So I was like, sure, yeah. not? <laughs> yeah. let's throw, let's throw it. Uh, went three and two. So and we were trending well. I mean, Boston came in pretty easily. The under came in for Vegas. It was we had some some good things. And then the one shocker was that the under for Calgary and Tampa. Yeah, that was that was the one. shocking under? Yeah, I was like, wait, Tampa wow, that score. game under. Yeah, that game going under was. Stunning. I was like, yeah. uh, okay. These next two plays, I doubt you're going to like. I don't even like them, to be quite honest. It, it's it's it, it's hard. TCU in Kansas. Number was eight last night. What is it now? Oh, let's see. Nine? Nine and a half? Um, Big 12. Scroll down. Can't find it off the board no 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 no. it's near the bottom why is the big 12 near the bottom when the game <laughs> make you look for it eight and a half okay it's only, only up a half a point okay yeah. tcu has beaten kansas outright this season tcu is two and oh ats and i think they're going to completely grind it like i mentioned part of the other parlay that i threw out there is the under 139 I think this game goes under. I like that. And I think TCU keeps this game. I got crushed with Iowa State and Texas Tech last yeah, night. I didn't like that one. Same type of team, same number. Right. It was eight. Iowa State couldn't score to save their lives. The difference is TCU has some confidence. They And, and granted, TC, Iowa State had defeated Texas Tech. Same situation at home. Iowa State beat Texas Tech in, in the season. 51-47. They got boat raced last night by tech, but Kansas boat raced West Virginia yesterday. Yep. And I like when Kansas does that because they get cocky and they get overconfident. I like an upset day. I'm taking TCU plus eight. You betting or booking TCU plus eight. 
I'll bet okay. it because I like the under. Um, and the way sometimes these days start like this and they just kind of keep going. Mm-hmm. Um, we got a four o'clock our time start, so energy will be in the building. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a Ken Palm calls it a semi home game for Kansas because they'll, they'll have so many KU fans right. there, right. Yeah. But there will be some TCU, not many, but everyone loves to cheer against Kansas. So if you're there not wearing KU gear, you will be cheering for TCU. So right. the building right. will be on TCU side, even though right. there won't be many TCU fans there. Okay. All right. Again, I'm not betting it or booking it on the fans, but I mm-hmm. like that yeah. as part of the, the handicap. Mm-hmm. I think TCU can, dare I say, they can win a game. I think right now, yeah. <laughs> I mean, given not? the way, given the Why way, not? Auburn just lost to Texas A and M outright. So yes, yeah. uh, absolutely TCU. Yeah. They've done it before. Why not? Yeah. Last right. four in Indiana. A and M is still out. Next four out. So Oklahoma is still out. Wow. According to Lenardi, SMU, Dayton, and Vatech, Oklahoma are your first four out. Then AM, BYU, VCU, and St. Bonaventure, the next four out. Indiana in, last He's four got in. Xavier, last four in. There's no way. There's no way. One of them teams in that first four outs coming in. There's no way. Oklahoma with that win last night, they're not in. How about that? That was a big win last night for yeah. Oklahoma. Wow. Okay. So we'll see. Oklahoma may need to win today to, right. to get in. So that's something They're to not consider from, yeah. Texas uh, win that game. No? Texas Tech's winning. They're good. Yeah. They're very good. Texas Tech is very well coached. Very, yes. I mean, that's. They're winning. Frankie talked to us about, about you know, taking them to win it all at 40 Did to you one. see his day yesterday? He He's ruined. Five and oh. You guys, you guys follow Frankie. He was good. Twitter. He, Absolutely. He had a really good day yesterday. Him and I were on Creighton together. So it was, it was, it was nice. Do you have them today? So I'm in game wagering that. <laughs> I'm not going to bet that game pregame. I don't. You got to see it. You got to see it. Yeah, I can't. I can't. I got to. What I'm hoping for is it. What's the number now? Is it dropped to two yet? No, it's three. And it's it's a it's funny. It was three. It was three and a half. First move was three and it stopped and has not moved. And I said, look, if the Jays get to four, I'm on Creighton. If Providence gets to two, I'm on Providence. I don't think it's going to happen. So I'm betting an in game. It's so funny because we did this. Sometimes at CG and I used to scream at the guys, even when I was a writer, I'd call them from different properties and call the risk room and say, what are you guys doing? Why are you at three minus 15? It's not a football game. Mm. All right. There's an offshore place with, that I respect. And I know some of the guys that, that do the numbers there, they're three minus 15. That's how close this game may be. Yeah. It's it is going to, it's, it's going to be so tight. The total's only 131. Right. I'm excited. You you've kind of turned me on to to Creighton between nice. you know you and Frankie and 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 us talking about it and Providence is the story of yeah. the of if the you if, if gun to my head right game. now it's Providence minus three is it yeah gun to my head I'd, I'd lay I take Providence because the problem with the matchup you go kind of in depth into it the two guards for Providence are better than the two guards they're older they're 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 six year seniors. So they're more experienced than the freshman kids that the Jays roll, roll out. Grown there. men compared yep. to kids, hundred percent. And Call Brenner's problem, he is a matchup nightmare for most teams in the Valley. Sorry, most teams in the Big East, rather. But, but he's not against Providence. 
Providence has two bigs that can neutralize him. So the two big weapons, the guard play and the center play for the Blue Jays, which causes problems for most teams like Marquette yesterday, Providence can neutralize them. And they only played once this year at Providence. Providence won the game by 25 points, whatever it was, right. like a coronation like we like I talked about. Right. So the Jays are going to take that game film and try to figure it out. The crowd, the, the atmosphere won't any, be anywhere near it. No. But the McDermott doesn't, I mean, Max got numbers of some people. Cooley's got Max number, like straight up. Like Ed Cooley has got Greg McDermott's number. So I'm leaving Providence, but I'm hoping for either a quick Jays start or a quick Providence start. And I'm hoping that, you know, one team gets up like 10 to two, and then I'll bet the other side, whoever's getting the the, the better number. Cause I, th- I think three is the night number. You give me Creighton plus six plus seven. I'm on that. You give me Providence pick minus one. I'm on Providence. I think ultimately probably better wins. make sure your accounts loaded up because yep. you're going to, you you can be on, you may go deep with a couple different bets. This would be one of those where I'd be like, all right, make sure to come accounts funded because <laughs> I might be taking five here. I might be taking yep. four here. I might be yep. taking this and you could literally, literally make 10 bets on this thing and win nine of them. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm just going back and forth, back and forth. Back. I, I think it's a, I think the three number is correct. I think it comes down like every game for Providence. It's coming straight down to the wire Ooh. and the Jays will have a chance to win the game. Providence, I think ultimately does win the game, but the Jays have a chance. And nice. look, I would love it. If you give me five, six, seven points, I'm betting Creighton. I'm gonna be, and I'll be very happy to cheer for the Jays. I am personally cheering for Creighton. I've got a Providence future on this tournament. So I'm, you know, either team wins, I'm fine with it. Right. But I would love to see McDermott at the job he's done. Ed Cooley, you know, I've got a little argument going on with Frankie and I are arguing over who's the coach of the year in the Valley. He's saying it's, you know, Ed Cooley. I think Ed Cooley wins it. He did win it. But me, the job that McDermott has done this year with this group is his best coaching job of his career. Is it voted already? Yeah, I believe so. Oh, I'm yeah, yeah. Say, and Cooley's just, winning. I mean, Cooley. I mean, my gosh, yeah, their first the ever. Co- yeah. yeah, you win your first ever conference, yeah, Big East conference. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he's winning Coach of the Year. But the job, much like what I argue, what with Belichick did a couple of years ago, you know, with the with the with the with the players he had. I mean, he had three freshmen that wound up on the on on the freshman team, all freshman team in the Big East, and the Defensive Player of the Year on this roster for a team that was picked ninth in the conference. Pretty good. So, I mean, he's done incredible. And then if they make the Big East tournament, uh, taste the quarters or the, or the semis? Semis. Semis. Make the final? Make the final of the Big East tournament? I mean, are you kidding me? Whew. The other game, I, I I mean, I knew I, like Friday, that I knew we were stacked. And I was like, yeah, can we bring on Frankie and Jeff to yell at each other again? <laughs> because we've got UConn Villanova. They would have been screaming at each other. But my gosh, this is a two and a half point spread. Two and a half points, Villanova against UConn. This is a tough basketball game. Same total, 131. In-game, again. Absolutely. Same, same situation, in-gaming that, yeah. not betting that pregame, in-gaming no that. I like UConn to, if you give me UConn five, six, seven points, in-game, you give me you give me Nova minus one, minus two. I like Nova. So very similar thing. Yeah. I, think it's, I think it's probably going to be Providence Nova in the final, but... Problems. I mean, it's Nova in the final Nova small favorite. Same number as UConn too. Boy, no. I mean, what if Providence blows Creighton out? Can Providence be favored against Villanova? Yes, probably should be, to be honest. Yeah. 
I mean, you're talking about what should they, who should be, they probably should be favored to be honest, to be quite honest, but boy, that's going to be fun. I yeah. love Saturday. I love Saturday finals. <laughs> Sunday finals are so hard because you're getting ready for the bracket to be released. And it's like, right. it's just so, it's just so crazy when that, when, when that happens. Um, and then one more play Arkansas against LSU today. The game's coming up next. Arkansas was one and a half last night. What are they now? Two? Two and a half? Arkansas. Let's see, where's the SEC? Wow. Three offshore. Wow. Okay, good. Three painted in Vegas now, too. Okay. Arkansas minus one and a half. Arkansas against the SEC is 12, six and one. ATS, uh, 10 and nine for LSU. Mm-hmm. Arkansas won both games. LSU covered on one of them. I LSU on the road is not great. They're much better at home. They were 12 and five ATS at home. Arkansas was good on both home and road. I think the better team wins today. I'm laying the one and a half. I would have rather bet money line, but I couldn't bet money line last night because money lines weren't up in Vegas. Arkansas minus one and a half betting it or booking it. Betting it. Betting it. I think less than less than two is definitely going to be good, but LSU can win this basketball game. Yep. There's no question. They can. Um, I don't know. Arkansas plays A&M tomorrow for a chance to go to the final. And, and you're holding Arkansas? 7-1. I have a 7-1 Arkansas ticket. So. Oh, I hope they win this game. You're going to be in a really good position. Oh, yeah. And then we just go off it and hedge and where we go. In-game hedge. and Yeah. I mean, you could probably bet Texas A&M tomorrow on the money line just as a little portion of, you know, something. Hmm. Not a bad know. idea. Because if they would upset Arkansas, you'd get paid. Right. If they don't, you still have a seven to one working, which might be down to a six to one because you've got to put something on AM. And then you can money line ideally Vanderbilt wins or Tennessee, and you're the favorite going in, and you can make two, three units just and not even sweat the game. So you have options. You just got to win today. All right. Very cool. We'll go yeah. watch Arkansas and little, little LSU action coming up. They got to win the game today first for, for me to be able to do that. So <laughs> got to win today. Got to take care of business today for us to be, for us to be able to do that. Yes. All right. Favorite thing about today is what? So I got a couple things, right? We got another full slate of basketball. We got baseball back. Um, I got Kylie up in Idaho. She's on her what? first road trip. She, uh, what part of Idaho? Um, Twin Falls. Oh my gosh. So the day before it was 18 degrees and the field was covered in snow. And not playing indoors. We dropped her off yesterday at school. Um, and she had a bus road trip. So, uh, I think it was turned into an eight hour bus trip to get up to Idaho. They got a two gamer today scheduled i haven't got the text yet that it's postponed so in addition to all of this basketball and everything going on i'm gonna have on her road games are all broadcast um you know on the website and stuff so nice watch her web play. web stream nice yeah so uh college of southern nevada so we'll be watching that do they do it or does the home team do it um i believe on the ro- they do it at home right I'm on the road, are they mercy to the home team? I don't know. We'll find out. This is my first time. So when I was covering the Jays in the Valley, that was always, we actually had watch parties 
for the web stream for Creighton Games on the road. Yeah, like in 2005 and six, they'd go on the road. So we would we would have we'd have bars pay us, and and I would go and I would host a watch party. But the watch party would be the webcam. So sometimes there'd be no, there wouldn't be any broadcasting. It'd just be the. <laughs> That's what I, I, that's what I think this is just a live, just a stream of the game. Like it's all it is. There's no broadcasters. It's just like, here's the game and you can watch the game and you got to make up your own commentary and your own, you know, cheering and whatnot. So yeah, I've, I've been there. Which is ironic because they actually, we we spoke, I spoke to the athletic director last weekend and him and I kind of connected and he said, would you be interested in doing the games for us? Oh my God. Goodness, you have to say yes. Are you kidding me? I said, yes, absolutely. And Jessica was like, wait, what? She, she And we walk into the car. She's like, did you just commit to another job? And I'm like, I didn't commit to anything yet. But he asked me if I'd be interested in doing the games. Like, broadcast. are you kidding me? Yes, of course I would. So I'm interested to see that. And you got it. You know, you can do with this, right? This could be unbelievable for you to do this. Um. Uh, so you go to the you go to the athletic director. Yeah. You tell the athletic director you want to go and talk to a kid who's it was a comm major who wants to do play by play. You go find the kid. We can get the we can get you the equipment to do it. It takes like two to, it's not expensive to do yeah. the equipment. We have the microphones, we have headphones, we have headsets, whatever they need to do. Right. And you just go to the local people and say, sponsor this. Right. Sponsor the team, sponsor the broadcast, and you guys can go ahead and get, you know, high brand internet and you guys can do the, all the home games. Right. Well, that's, the, I think that's what they're doing now. They say it's, it's a kid doing it. Like they, they sit yeah. up in the press box. Up so then there you do, and, and you should go do it with them. It'd be unbelievable. That's, that's what we're going to do. I oh, think that you guys would kill it. Yeah. I think that's the plan. So, um, yeah. So, so in addition, everything sponsors, else, get sponsors on board, get free food, get, get hooked up, start doing thing. endorsements for games. Yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. The whole thing, mate. Do that. The whole thing may happen and it may start next week. They're home again next week. So I was like, um, there's a lot going on in March. Go on the road in the play. If they go to the playoffs, you go on the road. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Go on the team bus. Your your daughter would be so psyched. Dad's on the team bus. You'll be loving it. No way. (laughs) She will not be happy about that at all. Nope. (laughs) Not at all. I might have to drive myself Maybe. behind the team bus. On the team bus. Yeah, yeah. it is very, yeah. I think it might be very possible Your that dad, dad is. the announcer now too? What the hell? Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I would love to see your face. The, the reaction. Oh, yeah. like, um, hey, by the way, uh, they asked me to do the game. So we're going to Arizona together. <laughs> uh, no, you're not. That'd be great. I love it. So, yeah. So we got all that going on and then we got Vegas and Pittsburgh playing a hockey game while, I mean, I'm psyched for the big East. There's, yeah. there's so many things happening. It's a fun time of year. So just a busy day. So today is a throwback day for me. Have you ever heard of three eleven day? Nope. So there's a band called three eleven, which I grew up listening to. They were, Oh, they, uh, my only oh, knowledge. My brother-in-law is is actually flew up from Phoenix for this. This is a concert or something tonight. Tonight, yeah, yeah. He's going. If he's got a, if he if he, if he has an extra ticket and needs somebody, let me know. I'll go with him. Um, what's wrong? What's wrong? Come down, come here. Oh, whoa, 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 hold on, Matt, Matt. What's wrong? What's wrong, Uh-oh. Maddie? What's wrong? Why are you freaking out? Why are you freaking out? The door. That's why you're mad. Ignore it. Ignore it. Hey, come here. Come here. You're crying. Come here. Come here. It's okay. Calm down. 
Why are you scared of the door? What? There's nothing to worry about. There's somebody, somebody trying to come in? No, son. Just a dog. Relax. What's wrong? Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Okay. Someone knocked on the door. Do you want to see who it is? Do you want to see who it is? Okay. We'll just look at the door. Okay. There's nothing to have a freak out about. Okay. It might be a package. It probably is. It's just, it's, it's, it's nothing to be all. all cr- what? Someone was there. Okay. So look, see, it's Julia. Okay. So Julia's there. My gosh. You can play outside. Yes. I'll be done here in five minutes. This is the difference, uh, right? Like when we were young and a doorbell rang or someone knocked the door, we all excited and ran to the door. They don't like it. Now that's Sebastian Mena, Scusso, whatever. He did an unbelievable comedy routine that when the doorbell rings now or somebody knocks, everybody hits the floor. Yep. They can't stand it. Oh my gosh. Who is it? What why are you? Why are you here? What are you yeah, doing? Yeah. Right. So she just had a, a, a meltdown, and it's like that's why I have the ring doorbell. I just show her the ring. It's like you can go outside. Yeah, I said yeah. Go ahead. Just put your shoes on. I'll be I'll be down here in a minute. <laughs> Anyways, three eleven day. The only thing I knew about Omaha, Nebraska, was one, the song Omaha, okay. by Counting Crows. Two, one of my favorite bands was from there. So. 311's been a part of me. Music was a one of the first time I got exposed to. And I've been a diehard in love with 311 for a long time. Now they stopped doing drugs. When they stopped doing drugs, their music kind of went eh. But I, I'm happy that they're off drugs. But when the band was on drugs, they were much better. They, they they put much better music up and it was it was it was way more fun when when Nick Hexum was high. But Nick is now he was sober. expressed by Matt Perl are strictly the views. Like <laughs> well it's it's just a, it's it's a given knowledge that like when the band sobered up the band they be, they became a reggae band. Like they are a reggae band. Now they're not what okay. they once were. They were a rock rap white kid anger like they toured with metal bands and like they were in the hot like when Limp Biscuit became really, really big. Like they were the the cool kid version of Limp Biscuit. Okay. 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 So 311 today, 311 Day in Vegas. They always come here and play this concert here in Vegas every year. Where's it at? Uh normally Mandalay Bay. Okay. But I'm not sure where it is today to tonight. Okay. But it's always a nice throwback because I get to go and I'll scroll through the catalog of old school 311 music and I mean, damn, they had some good albums. They they were they were really, really, really fun. Nice. White kids suburban rap music with rock and with a rock background. So just kind of fit what we were all doing in, in the late nineties. I've seen this them exactly so many times. My brother-in-law Steve is coming up. Oh yeah. So many times I have seen this band in really fun environments. I've got crazy stories. I've been pulled over oh. on the way home from this concert when I was in college. And <laughs> it was really funny because if the cop had looked in the trunk, we all were arrested. The cop didn't look in the trunk. So we were all good. The cop decided to fill up the two girls that I was with instead of looking in the trunk. So he, Oh you know, my yeah, they were they were like, um, excuse me, you're just doing okay. We're doing that. And so yeah, so we had one of those moments of great policing in western Massachusetts on the side of the road at three o'clock in the morning, coming home from from Worcester, coming home from a show Ooh, with three eleven in Cypress Hill. So yeah, uh I've got many stories about three eleven concerts and really fun seeing them. So today is sort of a walk down memory lane in in a it's always fun whenever I see, I guess Nick was at uh, a dispensary last night and did a meet and greet with a bunch of people that was all over Twitter. Oh. So the lead singer of 311 was here at a dispensary in Vegas. So Say know, stop maybe, doing drugs. Maybe he's back on. I don't know. Maybe, oh, okay. maybe the music right. would get better. So then we'll see, we'll see them go ahead and put out a new album. Uh, I, I'm not a big fan. Anything 
basically like post 2006 or seven for 311. I'm not a big fan of it's it's I like reggae music. It's just it's not what they were. It's not what I'll have to give it a shot. I love all kinds of music, but I love that stuff. So. You've never it, not even I like guarantee I know the song. Yes. Like the the self-titled album 311 311. Yeah. Y- everyone, I I know you it. know, like if it was anything like Limp Bizkit or anything. Yes, it was in that genre. Everyone yeah. for a good Four years, 311 was absolutely everywhere. Like the song Down, I guarantee you'd be like, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, I know that song. Like, yeah, their early stuff is what I would recommend though. Um, music is the album I would start with. That that album is just phenomenal and so incredibly fun. And um, I, I had it as like kids, this is what we used to do. This is how lame we used to be. But when you were at your college dorm, did you have an answering machine oh, on your phone? Of course. Did you guys use different music songs? Did you pull hold the hold I did the thing? all the time? I used yeah, to right? do announcers. Like <laughs> I, I would right. I would pull clips from announcers. That's awesome. You know, so and, I, and I, I yeah. I would do that. There's a 311 song that that has this like very repetitive beat that I would use for mine that I had on there on on my freshman year. Um freshman year answering machine that was yeah. on there for 311. So yeah, so there's all sorts of ties and connections to 311. So today is a fun day. Today is 311 day in Vegas and uh, your brother-in-law will have fun tonight, I'm sure. I'm it'll, sure. Be a good, it'll, it'll be a good time. So LSU, Arkansas underway. I'm going to go watch that and see if Arkansas can cover this one and a half point number. We already had one big upset. Don't want, don't want to see two <laughs> personally today. Let's go chalk here on, on this one. Uh, on Monday, are we, or for Sunday, are we, do you want to do it? Are you free to do a Twitter spaces or do a chat or do we, are you we tied could definitely up? do it? We could definitely do a Twitter spaces. I want to do it. Um, when the lines come out, I mean, when Which the bracket be, comes out, that's fine, but the lines don't come out until a little bit later. Yeah. So I think, for, so the bracket show starts at three o'clock Pacific, 6 PM Eastern. Okay. Lines, my guess, would come out an hour after the bracket show is over. Depends who's working Sunday at a lot of places. They, so they've been waiting until uh, Monday morning sometimes to put them up. What? Yeah. Some some books will wait until Monday morning. Other books will put them up Sunday. There's no way Circa is waiting until Monday morning. To They're put not. The lines up. They're yeah. not. We'll yeah. have lines to look at. Okay. We'll so what if we do it um, if, it's, if it's five o'clock our time? So eight o'clock Eastern, eight o'clock Eastern. I like that. Five o'clock think, our time. We can do that. Yeah, let's do that. Sunday night, five o'clock Eastern, eight o'clock no, on the it. eight o'clock sorry. Eastern. Five. Thank o'clock you. Eight o'clock Eastern, five o'clock Pacific yes. on the Bostonian versus the book Twitter account at Boston versus the book. Perfect. So go in. If you, if you don't follow that already, go follow that now. And we will do a breakdown, a first read of the bracket for right. the first round for Perfect. bets that will happen. We'll get the lines for the play-in on Tuesday, Wednesday, and then we'll get the lines for Thursday and Friday, our first crack at the numbers to take a look at what we're going right. to see, who's yep. going to be big favorites. And then we'll have also, because the totals will, will be adjusted by the draw, right? Um, wait, what do you mean? So if someone if somebody has an easier walk to a championship from a one seed or a two seed perspective, could you see their numbers change, come down? Oh, for sure. Yeah, oh, okay. whether they're going to get to the final four? Yeah, those bets. Yeah, those bets. Oh, yeah. No, those those are being adjusted as the brackets being announced. Okay, good. 
So yeah. then we'll, we'll have that to yeah. talk about. We'll, oh we'll yeah, the, we'll have. Oh, we'll have more than enough to talk about. Okay, so we'll do that coming up here, uh, eight o'clock Eastern, five o'clock on Sunday after the brackets come out off of Boston versus the book Twitter Spaces. Dave and I will be on there. We'll go for half an hour or so, and then you guys can ask us questions. Yep. One thing we haven't done with that, Dave, is we haven't opened it up for questions. So maybe we can try to do that for the guys who may want to have yeah more more in depth conversation about about picks and plays and thoughts and games and because sure. there's going to be 30 there's 32 games we're going to see lines to so we're not going to go over 32 games but if there's a game that you do like or a team you like to make a not make a run or whatever it might be oh um, yeah no we'll have we'll have like you know the paths kind of figured out i think we'll be able to kind of look and say all right this team you know now their final four odds became yeah. better their theirs became worse look at their second round game Will they be favored or not? Because they're favored by eight in the first one. We'll have all kinds of stuff to talk about. Any okay. questions will be, we can open a forum completely. That'd be great. Awesome. All right, guys, we'll talk to you on Sunday night for our Twitter spaces at Boston versus the book on the Twitter handle. Until then, enjoy the basketball. We'll be back on Sunday and on Monday for another episode of the Bostonian versus the book.